Are you ready to find your joy in 2023? Then follow us on Instagram at faithfully underscore unapologetic. Week by week, we'll work on growing our faith and finding our joy together. And we'll support you as you strengthen your faith in God. Plus, we'll have daily inspiration, prayers, and tips to help you strengthen your mind and spirit, securing God's joy in your life. We look forward to celebrating God with you on Instagram. See you there. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Welcome back. Hello. It's like happy day to you. (laughs) Happy day. Today we have an important topic. Yeah, I think this is really needed. I mean, we say that in everyone. We do. We do. And this also goes along with that. But there's a lot of striving in this world. A lot of... It's like you got to do something, be something, right? It's like uh, everyone has a list of things they have to check off, boom, 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 boom. And by the end of the day, you're exhausted and your list never seems to go away. And you get up and it's like you run, 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 do, 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 do. And you fall down in bed at night. And sometimes I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. Yeah. I mean, I was even thinking about this the other day. It's like, this is how really, really not great as a Christian, but just, I was thinking about how life is sometimes really stressful and it doesn't feel like, like, what's the point, you know? We're never gonna have a, we're never gonna not have a list of things to do on this earth. And that's stressful. <laughs> that is stressful. So I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? But is it true? And what is that list of things? I mean, right? So, but that's exactly it. It's just like one thing after another. There's one problem after another. Yeah. Uh, that's what I feel I mean, like. I, it's like one problem. Yeah. But, so kind of, it's like, well, looking at this thing, we're talking about the only thing you need to do. It's like, as a Christian, we can find our hope knowing that we don't have to do anything except for like love God. We don't have to do anything but that one thing. Yeah. And then everything else will flow from that. He will give you the strength, the motivation, the love, the courage, etc. Direction. To do all of it. Yes. To do what he wants you to do. Right. And so that it is this is powerful and it and it hit me really big this weekend because have you ever had one of those days where you get out of bed and then things happen and you're like, I want to go back to bed. Yep. I'm not doing this day. I'm not doing this again. Yep. <laughs> a lot of times it's something maybe that keeps happening over and over again, it seems. And it's just like, not going to play this game. Going back to bed. I'm going to wake up on a new day. Yep. Yes. And I had this. And I, and I think, you know, life gets particularly hard for me when there's illness involved, particularly serious illness. And I think that goes for a lot of people because that's a really big challenge. And so I had a day this weekend, this Friday, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's like, you know what? Right. I just want to go back to bed. But I just, but I can't go back to bed and I have to deal with this stuff that feels really overwhelming and I feel like I have this huge list of things to do and I'm almost frozen and overwhelmed, right? Because there's like too much. It's like, I, I don't know if I can do this. And so I, I get into the car and I had like this God moment. And now for everybody listening, you know, God moments, I've realized are God moments, mostly only for the person that has the God moment, that when people tell me their God moment stories, it's cool, but it doesn't 
sound as cool as it is to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm sharing this story, uh, just note that this was a really big God moment for me, but it might be like, what? <laughs> yeah. And so I get in the car and I turn the radio and my son had the radio on. So it was a rock station. I don't listen to rock a whole lot anymore. This song comes on and it's kind of this heavy metal song, Lincoln Park. And it's got this angst and it's matching my energy and I'm all rubbed up, but it's the words. It's not a Christian song, but it's like, it's saying, I put my trust in you. And it's like, you know, I'm like thinking, I'm like, I put my trust in you, God. And it's saying, and I pushed as far as I can go. And for all this, there's only one thing you should know. I pushed as far as I can go. It's like I've tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. I had to lose it all. But you're like, okay, what is this? So fast forward, pick it up. Um, it's like what God was telling me, he's just like, it doesn't really matter. Like all this list of things I had to do, it's like take a deep breath. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is to put your faith in me, put your trust in me, and move forward. Enjoy this day. Love the people around you. And that's all I have to do. This big list and this overwhelm and all. It's just, I complicate things so much in my head, if that makes sense. And it's like, this message was just so powerful. It was like screaming at me from the radio. And it's like, put your trust in me. Put your trust in me. It's like, nothing really matters except for that trust in God. I guess to sum it all up. And so that's where we came up with that, the heading like of our podcast. It's like, that's the really only thing. I mean, as soon as I got that message, this weight was lifted. And I could like find joy and happiness or contentment in what I needed to do for the day instead of like being overwhelmed mm -hmm. and burdened with it, if that makes sense. And so that's really what we're talking about today. And one of the Bible verses that comes to mind for me, one that we've talked about many times on the podcast is Martha, Martha, Martha. It's like when it's like she's running around and she's, has the weight of the world on her shoulders, shoulders, yeah. shoulders. God, Jesus is visiting and Mary is just sitting there doing nothing while she's doing all the work. And it's like, I feel like many times I'm there. I think many times for a lot of us were there, right? Yeah. And it's like, and God tells Martha to just that basically to relax, let it go, trust in God, be present. Mary chose the right thing. Yeah. And that's basically the same message that God gave me. I think that's really beautiful because there's a lot of times in life where it's like we get so caught up in, oh, I need to do this and I have so much to do. But it's like, okay, so what if it doesn't get done? It's this laundry list of things to do and it's, and it seems kind of life or death. It's like, yeah. I have to get it done and I have to get it done perfect. And then you think about this and then you think of this other thing and it's got to get done. But in the end, it doesn't matter. When we go up to heaven, God just wants us to be with him. Yep. He wants. And that's what he wants for us on, here on earth. He wants us to be with him. He to wants to live in his love, to trust him and for him to be in control or for us to surrender control to him. Right. Like it says, like the song said, I put my trust in you, put my trust in you, put it in God. And it was, it was such a strong reminder for me. And it really, it changed everything. It's like, we just, as humans, and as our culture, 
wants us to try to, to control everything. It makes us think we can control everything. And to do all these different things and that like we need promotions and accolades and achievements and big schools and all don't even get me started all these things in order to be important yeah i mean i've i've been even talking about this with friends and stuff just with the 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 major that they have in the career that they want to go in like oh you need a master's for this you need a doctoral degree for this and it's like if you really want to pursue that and god's calling you to that yes absolutely go for it but that's not necessarily something that you need to push on everybody. You don't need a bachelor's degree. You don't need to go to college. You don't need to do anything except for what God tells you to. And there's so no. much pressure in society to perform, to do this. And like kind of talking about how like the world's going to end. I'll make an assignment, a small, small assignment, life or death. And I'm like, oh my goodness, if I don't get this done by this time. I remember I had this like final paper for a class last semester I don't even remember what I got on it. <laughs> like, I turned it in 20 minutes late. I turned it in late. And I was like, no, no. But it, End of the it doesn't world. even matter. Like, I, I ended that class with good grade. And that one paper did not matter. It did not matter right. at all. And a lot of times we give it so much energy. We, we give these yeah, things absolutely. so much energy. And we obsess about it. And it has to be done this way. Or I have to do this. Or I have to buy that or do this and in the end it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. so it it is such a powerful message if we can get off kind of the rat wheel that goes around and around and around like we're chasing ourselves yeah and break free and i think another big area for us particularly now in the age of technology where we see the best of the best everywhere yeah right even though on the other side of the screen whoever's whoever is seemingly perfect, their life could be falling apart. Well, absolutely. But even, like, for art and for gymnastics and for music and for everything, I hear yeah. so many people There's so say, much comparison. I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. It's like, I can't compete with that. Look at that art. Look at that musician. Look at that gymnast. It, it goes on and on and on. Look at that yeah. speaker. Look, yeah. at, look at how beautiful look at she is. Look at that happy family. Ministry, whatever, yeah. Yeah, it's like our, our family is so miserable. We can barely get it together and eat dinner, you know, maybe around the table. It, it, this is what people can think. Yeah. And they look at all these pictures and it's like, why even try? We're yeah. just, we're like losers. Yeah. We don't matter. Well, the kicker is none of this matters. It literally doesn't. Like we, we we're all losers, baby. <laughs> we're all <laughs> sinners. Well, I mean, yes, this is true. We do not, we all fall short of the glory of God. So to even try is like, it, it's a waste of time. It's not a waste of time to love and serve God, but it is a waste of time to be like, God, I'm going to try to be perfect and like control all of this yes. and like strive. Because yes. I think we talked about this in a different verse. God does not want us to be striving. He doesn't want us to live our life trying and trying and trying we don't need to do that none of us deserve god's grace or mercy and he loves us all equally that he gave us a chance to be saved to receive salvation but it's like okay once we receive that salvation it's not like we have to go and try to work for it we already have that god gave that to us Amen. for free and so yes. it's it's 
it's such a counteractive thing to act like we need to earn salvation when we already have it. And no, we should not use and abuse it and be like, okay, I'm saved now. I'm going to go sin. No. no. When God, when God called out people's wrongdoings, he said, go and sin no more. But we already have that salvation. God is so good to us. His grace is sufficient. His mercy is sufficient every single day that he wants us to be putting our trust in him and to spend time in his presence. Amen. Amen, sister. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Let me get off my soapbox. Preach, it's a preach, good... <laughs> preach. Um, but, but that's it. What, what is required is required of us is to trust God, right? Yeah. And trusting yeah. God. We love God. That's how we show how much we love him and trusting him and putting him first in everything that we do. Mm. And so Facts. loving, loving him is the only, that's all we really need to do. Yep. It's like all these that's other all things. all he calls us to do. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the first commandment. Love the Lord God with everything that you have. Your mind, your strength, energy, time, money, relationships, everything. It's God first. Yeah. And God doesn't have this list of all these things to do, of all these achievements, of all these careers. That's not what God's telling no. us to do. That's what people are telling and us And if to he do. had an achievement list, I think all of us would be the same. He made us all so uniquely Absolutely. And what's what's really interesting to play on that is like we work so hard to set ourselves apart to be perfect, to achieve, to be better than everyone else when God's principle is not that. His principle no. is to put others before you and yeah. serve others. The world is backwards to God's teaching. Yeah. And it is so not... we need to be backwards to the world. Yes. We basically we shouldn't be feeling like we're fitting in down here. So if you're feeling like you're not fitting in, that's a good thing. That's yes. our message to you. It's yeah. like you feel kind of uncomfortable and you don't have the same values as everyone around you and you're a strong believer in God and you're putting your trust in him and you're not really feeling like you belong. God says that's because you don't. You belong to him and he is not of this world. Yep. Amen. Period. I just. This, I was. I was having this conversation with a friend, and we were talking about how, like, if you feel comfortable where you are, like, you're probably not being as radical, radical as like Jesus wants you to be. People did not like Jesus. He was not. Uh, he did not go with the grain of society. He went no. counterculture. Yeah. And so it's like, was if you were in the church, but yeah, if you were in the church and feeling comfortable, don't. Should be. Yeah, not. you're not gonna fit in. <laughs> you're not. You should be comfortable. You should feel comfortable being uncomfortable. You should embrace the uncomfortableness. Really. Yeah. Is what we need to do is to embrace it yeah. when we know that we're following God's truth, right, in His Bible verses. And speaking of which, should we dig into our first Bible verse? Yeah. And so, okay, so two of our verses talk about grace, and uh, we just want to clarify this before diving into them. So the, grace is undeserved favor and cannot be earned. So in we, a Christian lens. Yeah. So when we're saved by grace, it means it's not anything that we have earned. Therefore, we can't really be perfect or do good works to get God's grace. Yeah. And that is kind of the basis of all of Jesus's teachings. Yeah. So the first one is Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. It says, for grace, you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift from God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. 
Whoa, I can green nailed everything right there. Yeah, boom. boom. Okay, podcast over. <laughs> and it's done. It's a little bit short today, but we've got good words of God's grace. But no, it was like, like God has told us we do not earn salvation. We do not earn, we cannot please God with our works and try to get saved. No. He that... just gave that freely to, us, freely to us because he loves us so much. Amen. Yes. And he leveled, he leveled the playing field. I mean, he yeah. really did. Nobody's going to stand out. doesn't matter if so-and-so is over there and is making $3 million and has everything under the sun and perfect kids and going to the Ivy League colleges. None of that counts for anything in God's kingdom. Nope. They're not favored. Yeah. People look at them like they're favored. People are jealous of them and think that they are favored. People want to be them. But that's not really living the life that God called us to live if we're stuck in the world. Yeah. I mean, you can even think about, I can't remember. It's a, it's a parable. It talks about a Pharisee, I, I believe. Maybe it's a lawyer. I can't remember. It's a, someone, someone walks in, two people walk into the temple. And one, one dude, he's like pretty wealthy and he gives, you know, his, his tithe. A lot of money. And, and everybody thinks, wow, yeah. he's a rich guy. He's holding down the church. Yep. But then a woman comes in and she puts two copper coins in. And in nowadays money, it's about worth one penny. And God, or Jesus says that, like, she is given more than this other person because, like, that was all she had to give. And so, like, that that level playing field, God, we can't trick God. God is not, he's not sitting on the throne being like, oh, wait, I didn't see that coming. Wait, what the heck? The homeless person, yeah, right. Like, God is not... He's not dumb, obviously. Well, he knows your heart. God knows your heart. And so he knows that woman's heart. He knows that she gave everything, that she was thoughtful and trusted. And basically it showed trust. Yeah. Her trust in him. And so that's most important. God knows our trust in in him. And if we really put him first or if he's second, third, or who knows where he is on the list. He knows. Yeah. Yeah, Like you said. Idolatry? That's a different podcast. You you can't. You can't uh, fool him. No. And I think, I think all he's, of us, including myself, you know, you think you start bartering or you, you know, when you're saying prayers, there's a lot of ways that we can get caught up and yep. almost second guessing God and forgetting his power maybe a little bit that he's omnipresent and he kind of knows everything. So he wants to know your worries, your prayers, your joys. He wants to know all that, but we can skip all the, all the pretend fluff. Yeah. All right. So we are going to Romans, which is chapter 11, verse 6. And it says, But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. And Hmm. Paul really, like, gave us some fire with that. And that makes sense. He's, He's calling out, again, what grace is and that, our works then, if grace is really grace, which you defined, uh, not you defined, but it, which is... <laughs> Jaina de- defined, Jana no. De- which is defined as... Unfavor, undeserved favor. Undeserved favor. Then grace is no longer grace if we start looking at works. We can't look at works. Works cannot justify anything on this earth. Yeah. And so that's where... 
it doesn't really matter. That's where that, 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 that song, that song, I'll keep bringing up that song. It doesn't really matter. It's just like, it was such an epiphany for me. Yeah. Sitting in the car. It's really God, trust in God, put God first, love others first. It's so important. So the third one that we have is Jude, which we don't read uh, Jude a lot, no. but it's Jude one twenty one, and it says, keep yourselves in the love of God waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourselves safe in God's love. And I love, I love the idea of just like keeping ourselves safe in God's love. Yeah. That's what read me at the end there. It's just like this protective big hug or bubble and how we do that is Keeping yourselves in the love of God. Waiting for the mercy of the Lord. So it's basically that trust in God and letting him guide us. And staying close with him will bring us to eternal life. Like God doesn't, he's not a God that wants us to worry about like what we will do. Like you know that verse talking about how how God dresses the lilies and how much more he loves us. Right. He doesn't want us to worry, and when we worry, we're giving into the enemy, the temptation of the enemy. Like, the enemy wants us to think that we're not equal, that we have to work for salvation. Satan wants us to, 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 to give all our energy trying to be perfect and make Absolutely. us doubt God. But God tells us a different story, that we have a different testimony, that he has already saved us, that he has already given that gift of salvation freely to us and he only wants us to love him and everything else will follow amen and that is so true and he wants us to be worried about our needs like we're not going to have enough yeah i mean that not god doesn't want that but the enemy wants that mm-hmm. he wants it like that and that's in our world everywhere we're not going to have enough we need more we need more we need more yeah. our needs are not going to be met more money and more success more right grades like he says, the sparrows don't have to worry about yep. not having enough. So he cares for us far more than them, his children, that we don't have to worry about these things as long as we put our faith and trust in Jesus, that he will guide us exactly. to everything that we need. And I think the more that I apply this in principle, the more I feel God's love and the less I need of the worldly things, the less important they become. And I think that's common probably as people get older, they realize they've had the things now and they're like, you know what? I don't really need that much. I've got God's love. I've got my relationships, nature. I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. <laughs> without all the other stuff. So that's all you need is trust in God. That's really where we're going. And it, and it is so rewarding, I think. There's so much freedom when you can really put your trust in God and let go of all the earthly accolades and claims that the world says we need. Mm -hmm. We need to have faith in God. We need to have that trust. No earthly law created by man is going to get us eternal life. Yeah, and I think, like, that's not necessarily our government's laws or whatever, but just kind of, I mean, if you're going to psychology or whatever, talking about, like, social norms and stuff, I think there's these rules, the laws, like you need to go to college, that you need to be successful, that you need to make a lot of money, 
that you need this, you need that, whatever. And they're kind of unspoken rules, laws that society makes up. Right. And every... To measure humans, whether they're good enough or not. Right. And every culture has their own set of laws. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, you're, we're talking about American laws, other cultures. I just, I had a, my massage therapist uh, is wonderful and interesting. It comes from a totally different country. And was talking about how limiting some of their laws are, like within their family and within their culture. But it doesn't really help bring that freedom and that eternal life that we're looking for. So it doesn't matter really where you live, that the culture, the cultural, cultural laws or society, societal laws are everywhere. It's kind of how we control things. Um, to keep things orderly and to feel safe and to some degree you know they're helpful but they're not the law Mm -hmm. that we need to be focused on yeah and trusting in it's god alone Mm -hmm. absolutely so i think that's it (laughs) that's absolutely so it's the only thing you need to be doing is loving god and trusting in him yep for eternal life and let him lead you to the next steps and where you should go what actions you should take Mm -hmm. outside of him but really nothing else really matters in this world outside of that trust in God and his love exactly will get you to eternal life and heaven with Jesus amen yes so I'm going to close this out in prayer so please join me in prayer Dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing all of our listeners here today. Lord, I ask that you bless them. You watch over every single one of them. Protect their minds, hearts, body, and spirit. Lord, that you are just so good. That everything that you have given us is so good. That you alone are good. You are the goodness in our lives. You are the goodness Mm -hmm. in our hearts. And that salvation comes from you alone, not from works not from striving to be perfect. Lord, you are the only perfect one. (laughs) So Lord, just give us a peace of mind and calm to just trust in you, to love you, to follow in your footsteps, but not to try to be perfect. Lord, I ask that you just take away any mindset of perfection or striving. Lord, that you replace that mindset with a mindset of loving you, of focusing on you, sitting in your presence, Lord, that you just fill us up to be open and content in what we're doing. Lord, that you just guide each and every single one of our thoughts, moves, and our days, Lord, that you alone are worthy, that we cannot work, we cannot boast in our works. Lord, that you just humble us when we need humbling, and Amen. Lord, just give us the strength to love you more. We plant the, the, the passion in our hearts, Lord, to want to know you every single day. We praise you forever and ever. Amen. Jesus in holy name. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you I for do. that beautiful blessing for us all. So remember, nothing really nothing. matters. Boom. Except for trust and love in our God and Savior above. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Have a beautiful day. And we're signing off in faith and love. Kelly and Jana. Bye, Bye, guys. See you in two weeks.
Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and And comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. In faith and love. (laughs) Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.